in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Another toasty day. Oh, trying to warm up. Get this special underway. Uh, this should be fun. Poured the coffee. Got my bepanthen on. Ah, and the window open. Okay. I think I've got this. Right. God damn. God damn. God damn, it's hot. Right. Let, let's actually start this. I feel like a bit rusty out of practice, but here we go. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Digress podcast. Today we have an extra special episode for you today, and, well, I have the best panel lined up for you today. It is going to be something spectacular, something splendid, something so phantasmically out of this world, you will literally thank me for this episode coming to you in summer. Season 5 is on the loom, do not worry, I have not forgotten. But it will not be upon you until probably stepping into autumn. So enjoy the summer while you can because you will not be hearing my voice frequently. Some of you may see that as a blessing. But without further ado, let us introduce our panel for today. To the right of me, it is no one else, the brightest, the busiest, the one person with all the facts, the one person who knows everything to a T, hates roundabouts. It's Rob. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, yeah, no, it's great to great to be on this pod. I've uh, been hearing a lot of good things uh, coming on to uh, this podcast and hopefully share some intel with everyone. Yeah. And to my left, the person who holds everything together, the glue of this family. The person who, without, things just wouldn't be the same. The matriarch, it's Rob! <laughs> Hi. Glad to be here. Ah, man of few words, man of few words. Yeah, so today was actually meant to be the parent special, but I guess we'll have to postpone that because, you know, I'm clearly, clearly loved. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. They were tired, busy, and now you've got three of me to keep you entertained. And I would say you may regret having another solo episode, but we both know we're kind of looking forward to this in some weird way. It's nostalgic. It's it's similar to the first two episodes that were on this podcast. You just don't really know how to engage with it, but we get there. I digress. And just like that, let's dive straight in! I digress. First topic. Inflation and the prices of petrol. I'm sure that this is no surprise to you. Petrol prices are disgustingly high right now. I think the last time I saw it, it was at 174 
And that's if you go to the likes of Tesco and Asda, like myself. What is causing these prices? What What is actually going... What, what are we going to do? I don't know. You're probably sitting there fed up, thinking, how am I going to get from A to B? Am I going to walk? Sack that. Am I going to get a bike? Fuck that. Am I going to hop on some peasant mobile and actually try and get to my job? Absolutely not. But you're not going to be paying £45 just to take a trip to the drive through McDonald's. That is ridiculous, quite frankly. And I don't know if many people know, but when you actually break down the cost of this fuel, you find out that close to 50% of this fuel is literally going to the government. They're getting tax duty and they're getting VAT on all the fuel that is being bought. So if they wanted to... They could, they could, uh, let's not lie to ourselves here, if they really wanted to, they they could literally drop our fuel to maybe, say, 90, 90p, just sort of pre-COVID, during COVID price, when everyone was a bit scared to drive. That That is the ideal that we strive for, That 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 is the fond memory that we have. I just remember walking across the bridge during COVID and just thinking, nobody's here, this is great, it's quiet. There's no, there's no buzzing on the roads. Kind of felt like I was in an I Am Legend film. It was good. Life was good. I mean, it wasn't great. You know, we did have a horrible virus that was going ar- around, allegedly. Uh, but, you know, like, I wasn't breaking any rules, probably. And it was just peaceful. And petrol was cheap, and people just filled their cars, and everyone was happy. Most people were happy. You know, some people were happy. And we could be living in those times again. We could have cheap fuel. There is no reason we don't have cheap fuel. The only reason is pure greed. Our government doesn't care. They just do their own thing. They have their parties. They make rules. One rule for us, one rule for them. And they'll just charge us arm and a leg because... When's the last time you got up and went for a protest? Like, genuinely... If we actually just got against these people, protested everything that was coming our way, then they might actually listen. They might change the rules. You know, it's kind of funny that we vote them in. If we say we don't like something as a unified force, then they might actually change it. But I just feel in Britain, nobody cares. People are just too lethargic until maybe it gets to a point where it's just ridiculous. I genuinely believe that no one would get up and protest unless we're talking three pounds per liter maybe maybe i think if it got to 350 people would start kicking up but that's because it's just a bit ridiculous but i if france can get away with low prices four percent hike on energy bills and we're just sitting here pissing money down the drain then i don't know i mean you can blame Ukraine all you want. I know the government will. They'll be like, oh, you know, Brexit, Ukraine, wars, ah, blah, blah, and inflation. But it's really, it's it's just all a ploy, all distractions just to make it feel like that you have no control. They have no control. It's all these unforeseen forces at play. But they, they could. They have measures. If they really wanted to, they could. They just don't. They don't see a point and we don't give them one. It's just sad. I just want to be able to drive out middle of nowhere, 70 miles due west. I don't know. 
and just enjoy the drive, not have to worry about having to stop every 10 minutes to fill up the, the car, you know? Whatever happened to that? But, I mean, without, without me rambling, Rob, Rob, what, what do you think? <laughs> uh, let's see how long I can keep this bit going. Uh, Rob, what, what do you think? You know, not to sound more of the same, you, you, make a lot, you make a lot of good points, and I don't think there's much I could add to that, but it is ridiculous. You're right, Rob. It, it is ridiculous. These prices through the roof. I'm tempted. Even me, regular old Rob, I'm tempted to come out and go on the little protest because it's just stupid. I mean, at what point are we just... They they took 5p off, what was it, last month? And how long did that last? I mean, Rishi Sunak didn't even know how to tap his own card. I bet it wasn't even his card. I mean, it definitely wasn't his car, because you, de- you know he's not driving himself anywhere. Didn't know how to use his card, wasn't his own car, filled up a tank, took 5p off, lasted about a week, and we're only like 30p higher than it was then. And nobody bats an eye. It's it's frustrating. I feel your pain. And I feel anyone listening to this is either in pain or feels our pain. You know? But who knows? I'll probably do a poll later or something. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Third Rob? <laughs> now, I don't want to be a contrarian, Robs. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you guys are sort of banded together and one of us has to be sitting on the other side. I think, I think, you know what? I think they should put the fuel higher. I think it could be higher. I think, why not, why not just make it 250, you know? We, we probably drive too much. Maybe this is a big ploy to save the planet. Increase the fuel, people drive less. Less cars on the road, unless you got one of those big fancy Teslas. Or any other decent electric vehicle, for that matter. And Bob's your uncle, you know? <laughs> uh, if you hear any gaps, it's just me drinking coffee, because I, I need to keep myself buzzed for this kind of energy. But yeah, I, you know, we could go up, we could pump those numbers up. I thought inflation meant inflate. Like, get the fuel pumped. Get it pumped higher. That that's the kind of content we need. More fuel, more prices, less cars, and then if you're complaining about it, just walk. Third of Britain's a beast anyway, so it could do with some exercise. And I think that leads very nicely onto our next topic. So I'll play the soundbite here. I haven't decided what the soundbite is going to be, but I will have a good idea by the end of this when I'm editing it. Future Rob, if you could just do something clever here and uh, make this absolutely seamless, that'd be great. Sick. And I look, and I, I go around sometimes and I hang out with other people that are my age and they're just kind of just... I'm just like, dude, like, oh my God, like, can we talk about, like, the political and economic state of the world right now? Second topic! Second topic, we're going to be talking a little bit of controversy. I think this is going to be a more controversial than a parent special, just because there's only three of us. Ain't ain't that right, boys? Rob, ah, Robs. Uh, Anywho, I digress. Fat shaming versus 
body positivity. This would have been a great topic to get a couple of minds on this, if you know what I mean. More than us, really. It would have been really good to get a sort of third perspective here. And a lot of people might be listening to this thinking that they could have given the third perspective. And you might be tuning out now. I wouldn't blame you. But... What does that mean? What does that mean? I think we probably know which way I'm going to be leaning on this. But what does it mean? Paddy, you're probably leaning heavily on this. You probably know what I mean by fat shaming and body positivity. And let's face it, you're you're probably listening to this. Probably the first one to listen to this as well. Because if we, if we take it down to its fundamentals, right? Fundamental. Body positivity. What, what did that mean when it came out? When it came out, it had... A sense of purpose. Body positive was no matter what your body composite was, it was something to be proud of, you know? There was something that you could sit and say, it doesn't matter what I look like. It doesn't matter what you might think I'm capable of. I can do it. And it, usually, when we said body positivity back in the day, it was referencing people who are maybe missing limbs, people who may be scarred with acid attacks, or people who may be born with deformities, you know, things that you can't help. And for whatever the case is that you've been walking through life, this is your fate. But instead of wallowing in sorrow, you sit there and you go, if this is the card I've been dealt, so be it, you know. Be positive about it. It's not something to just sit there in sadness. And then we have fat shaming. Now, fat shaming is not so much the acts, but shaming someone for being fat. You know, saying nasty things or coming up with all sort of pejoratives that they don't like. Now, is it something you can control? Some might agree, some might disagree. Is it something that could be managed? Some might agree, some might disagree. Some might say it's biological. Some might say it's something that, realistically, it's uh, out of their control because of so many differing factors. And they'll list sleep, they'll list stress, and those things can affect a whole suite of things, you know? It's... It's, 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 let's get down to the brass tacks, okay? We, we need to bring back fat shaming. Third of Britain is obese. Let's bring back the shaming. But, you know, just to a nice degree. A nice degree where you're not driving people insane, but motivating them. You're motivating them to say, this is something you can control. This is something within your means. You don't have to sit back and relax and take it. It's something that may be harder for you. Genetically, I will admit that. Some people are more predisposed to actually having more on them. That's just genetics. Some people are sh born shorter. Some people are born taller. You're, everyone's walks through life is going to be harder. But guess what? Life ain't fair. But you got to deal the hand you've been dealt. <laughs> and we have all these tools and we have all these understandings. And just it seems that nobody actually wants to get into this. And I know some of you are probably listening to this and going, fuck me, I can't be bothered listening to this kind of rubbish. But, you know, you're probably fat. So, <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. This is all satire, honestly, I swear. 
But let's get a second opinion. <laughs> Rob, what do you think? Honestly, Rob, I think you're just overboard. I think you do this just to play to a character that nobody wants. You you take these hot takes and you sit here thinking this is the kind of stuff that people want to hear because it literally is so contrarian that it will get feedback in the form of hate and you just think all publicity is good publicity. You can't even say the word publicity. <laughs> oh, getting a bit mad there. But you don't care. You don't care about a lot of things. If someone's fat, skinny, thin, wavy, whatever, you don't care. You just say everyone eats their own. You're entirely lib- libertarian, you know? it's You sit there and you just say, if they ain't hurting anyone else, then let them be doing whatever they want to be and... We shouldn't be shaming people. Everyone's got hard life. Things is hard right now. You don't know what's going on in someone's background. You don't know what's going on uh, in their day-to-day. They might be using it as a coping mechanism. And then you saying hurtful stuff just makes them worse. And it puts them on a path of being even more fat. And that's counterproductive, isn't it? Shouldn't we all be nice to each other and gently encourage? And if they don't want to, what's it to do with you? You know, it's... It's not your body. If people want to do that to their body and it's not harming anyone, let them do it. Who cares? You know, just let it be. Got me the only one on this. What about you, Third Rob? I'm going to entirely sit on the fence on this subject. I'm neither going to disagree or agree with either fat shaming or body positivity. I simply think that we are humans, we exist. Life is hard, it's a human race. And that is my opinion. (laughs) Uh, this is not financial advice (laughs) no but for real if you are struggling with stuff this is a great time to join at rob can lift on instagram where you can get all your helpful tips at sporadic times during the week none of which will make you feel bad about yourself and will be entirely encouraging on any ailments you suffer if that is your sort of thing but on a more real talk if you are struggling with weight, it's it's an uphill battle. It's nothing's going to change overnight, but you know, it's baby steps. Day by day, take what it is. We're human, we fail, we make errors to errors to human, whatever that saying is. I'm sure I'm causing a lot of people to get frustrated just listening to my paraphrasing. That's it. But if you feel better today than you did yesterday and you're working harder and you're trying your best, and tomorrow you feel better than you did 10 years ago and you feel slightly stronger and you can breathe, you can walk up and down stairs with ease, you can actually bend your knees without pain. That's the win, you know? We're, we're here striving for health. We're not trying to be superhuman. We can wait until Elon Musk creates some sort of bionic arms and legs and then we can turn into deus ex. That's a little reference for all you gamers. Until we get the bionic arms and legs, turn into cyborgs, just strive, strive for what makes you happy, but more importantly, keeps you healthy, you know? Uh, and health, health comes in all shapes and sizes. There we go. I think that's a nice way to shift on to our next topic. Future Rob, play the sound bite. Nah. And I look, and I, I go around sometimes, and I hang out with other people that are my age, and they're just... I'm just like, dude, like, 
Oh my god, like, can we talk about, like, the political and economic state of the world right now? Next topic! Right, I seem to have written in my notes, anyone who knows how I keep my notes, it literally just says not financial advice, so I think this section is going to be your good old buddies Rob, Rob and Rob. We're going to be giving you uh, advice that of the non-financial kind, because we are not financial advisors, we are not doctors, none of us are experts in anything, and as I like to say, I know shit about fuck. So anything I say, take with a pinch of salt, most of what I say is complete satire, and without further ado with all these uh, descriptions of things that I can't do and cannot offer, and none of this is to be taken seriously, here is the not financial advice section of the podcast. So, where to begin? I think I'll take a sip of coffee. Oh, that's some good coffee. Dow Egbert or whatever it's called, uh, you know the one in the golden tub. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good coffee. It's good coffee. What do you think about third Rob? Yeah, yeah, it's good coffee. It's good coffee. You, you got you got a good choice of coffee, Rob. Yeah, he treats us well. Treats us well. Anywho, so the best thing I can say for this not financial advice is the markets are currently poop. By the time you're hearing this, it's probably Father's Day. Happy Father's Day and uh, I will guarantee with a pinch of pepper that the markets are still in the absolute gutters. I don't know if you're financially inclined or have any sort of uh, necessary feeling to look at the markets like we do, but all the markets are in the red. Crypto, Nasdaq, Stock, Dajau, whatever you're into, FTSE, if you're into that sort of thing, it is red. It's red as red can be. It's down. We're all-time lows. Nothing is going to really save us, and if anyone is sitting there thinking we're not in a recession, every sign is pointing towards recession, so it's looking bad. It's looking really bad. Interest rates are up, inflation's high, markets are down. Uh, people are getting let go, jobs are freezing, hiring process, housing prices are going through the roof, uh, you know, it's it's just not a good time to exist. And if you're the kind of person who has a Netflix account or occasionally buys Starbucks, or even Costa, depending on what sort of coffee branch you're into, what faithful god of coffee that you follow, then you should probably think about stopping, you know, I, I, I think, I think... You should just stop, stop the Netflix, stop the Disney Plus, stop the Amazon Prime. And you might, you might be able to save enough money for a small property, you know? You could buy a house. The problem is, you drink too much coffee, you live in your parents, and you're subscribed to too many streaming. You can't even look at all of them at once. Oh yeah, right, right. Rob, what do you think? Well, while you were talking, Rob, I was looking at my calculator, and I was thinking... Well, let's, let's get the math out, you know, because you seem to be thinking, oh, subscriptions, coffees, that's, that's why we can't afford houses, but is there any truth to that? That, let's, let's find out. So, what? Netflix went up a bit, we'll round it, we'll keep it nice and even. So, we say the average Netflix subscription is about £10 a month, right? Right? You agree? Yeah, yeah. And we're looking at, there's 12 months in a year, we all agree that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're looking at that, you will have about £120 a year. Okay. And we're looking at the average deposit for a house right now in UK is sitting at about 
pounds. So let's say 60, 60 just to get that in. So 60K, we divide that by the 120, uh, we'll see how much that is. And we have a nice and tasty 500 years. <laughs> 500 years before we can buy a house. If we stop the Netflix, you know, give or take a couple of pounds. But, uh, you know, if, if you take into account of the Disney and the Amazon Prime, you know, subtract the coffees, you, you could be looking at a optimistic 80 years, you, you know, if you just live at your parents until you're retired, uh, then yeah, that's that, that might bode well. And then you'd have enough deposit, given inflation, average, CPI, RPI, uh, you're looking at, you're looking at probably getting a nice property in the middle of Hull, you know, north, northeast England area where, you know, things are really up and coming. I, I heard it's the city of culture, you know, <laughs> it's, it's something and you'll be on the ladder eventually and keel over a couple of years later probably, but you know, you get there, you get there. So yeah, switch off the Netflix. Prime, Disney Plus, these are not plugins. Uh, in half minds, three minds to buzz those out, but we'll keep it, we'll keep it. But this is not financial advice anymore, so you know, I know shit about fuck, do whatever you want. The other thing, but on a like more serious kind of note, but you know, don't take me seriously. I think everyone should really look at their portfolio and just say, is all your money being saved in a bank account? And now realistically think, let's say you're earning 1200 a month, you're just putting it straight into whatever account, TSB, Lloyds, Halifax, Santander, whatever, and you're just letting it sit there, you think you've been told all your life, saving is good, save aside some money, you'll get maybe, if you're lucky, 0.4% interest per year from your bank, if they're nice, it's probably sitting at 0.25 for most banks, then the amount of interest you're gaining on your money, compare that to the inflation, and it's just sitting there, every year, you're literally just losing money, your, your money's worth less than it was, now you might sit there and think, well, if I have a thousand pounds in my bank and next year I have a thousand pounds in my bank, how am I losing money? Well, the thing is, you just won't be able to buy as much with that money. Let's say you could go out and buy 30, 30 lunch balls, I don't know, lunchables, snackables, whatever the snack is. Buy 30 of that one year and then next year you can only buy five. I'd say that's a loss. No. Of money so ideally you want to hedge against inflation you want something that's going to maintain maintain the value at a bare minimum and you just got to look at the old favorites you know gold that's always a steady hedge against inflation you got to look at the global equity funds you can get them through financial uh, functions such as money box plum whatever sort of person that you want to take charge if you're not the kind of person who wants to be looking at the market straight and they can invest your money you can put it in a certain amount each month extracted straight from your account and then that will maybe see an appreciation of five percent at least every year 
and then that way at least your money's growing in a relatively safe market because global equity on average even if you just wait five to ten years it's going to go up unless we all implode the earth cataclysmically you know christ i can't words today and beyond that if you're earning and you're in your full-time job you should be looking at investment regardless invest in yourself have you bought a car are you paying things on finance do you own your phone or are you still waiting on financial deals do you own anything or have you got five or six things that are just constantly coming out of your can this right now is the, really the time for you to look and say do i need this do i get this on finance or do i wait save up and just buy it outright now if you see a deal that's like zero percent interest for six months and you can afford to pay those monthly installments without any delay fire away you know uh, but realistically if your monthly costs keep climbing up and we don't know what's around the corner you got to really think about these things gas and electric's going up pensions are going to see a slight downward turn just because the markets are bad but even when markets are bad even if the housing bubble bursts recovery is always on the horizon i think since the last time we've seen a proper crisis it took roughly 13 years for the market to break even and then it took a sort of further four years for it to see all-time highs so you might think christ 15 18 years that's insane i'm not willing to wait that long but grand scheme of things if you just kept investing if you hold your positions and you just carry on try and work your job work away by the time you're 40 50 you're loaded <laughs> you're laughing you know and we may look at it as if it's somewhere long time to go next thing you're gonna wake up and be like christ i'm old my back hurts and i've got weird things going on in my feet it's just a matter of life so it's you start now and if you don't want to take the plunge into something risky look into lices you know long-term ices help to buy ices you put a little bit of money each year the government puts 25 percent on top for free just at the end of the year it's free money 25 percent on whatever you put in given you can't take that money out until you either retire or buy a house but i mean you're going to do one of those things eventually or you're going to at least want to do one of those things so why not have elisa really easy to set up these days and you can get a lot of bodies to do them for you and just a general stocks and shares isa if you don't want the faff of looking at markets put it into stocks and shares isa It'll do it for you if you don't want the faff of like looking at proper hedges of inflation listen to podcasts that actually have financial advisors go to a financial advisor <laughs> i mean this is not financial advice but you can literally go to your local financial advisor accountant whatever and say right this is how much i'm getting in this is how much i'm spending is there any way that we can make this a little bit more efficient and they'll tell you they might charge you a fee it won't be that expensive in the long scheme of things but they'll give you the honest truth of how you can save or redistribute your money and in some cases do it for you granted you will have to pay a fee but you pay fees for the convenience if you don't want to do it yourself time's money but if you start thinking about these things now then it bodes well for your future 
and if you invest in things that help improve your house, help improve your health, help improve general structures around your life, then you're already winning. But this is not financial advice. Do your own research. D-U-I-O-R. N-F-A. I know shit about fuck. I know fuck about shit. And I think that's a good way to maybe switch off. I don't know. Robs, what do you think? Well, I'm just surprised you didn't go into crypto that heavily. You know, you're always a bastion of crypto. Cryptocurrencies, the blockchain, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana. Yeah, but, you know, things, anyone who's into crypto, and I don't really think that's the audience for this podcast, but crypto, if you're a crypto enthusiast or a market enthusiast, you probably heard about Luna, Doquan, siphoning millions and the ultimate crash that was a sort of flag for the impending doom of the entire network crashing. I, yeah. I was an investor of Luna. You gotta accept the L's. You gotta accept the L's. But luckily, I saw the indicator coming. When I saw the stablecoin USD destable and then drop to 70 cents, I was like, ah, bet I'm taking my money out. I do not want to risk a stablecoin dropping to 70 cents when it was meant to be a one-to-one ratio with the dollar. So I withdrew my money at 70 cents to the dollar. Then I did a little short and hedged against Luna and bet on its downfall because (laughs) things are not looking tasty and I was right. So I managed to get my money back, but I wasn't going to be too greedy about it. And it was, it's tragic to really see because algo coins or algorithm coins, they in theory could work and in theory would be better than having people actually discern between calculations and financial transactions. But the problem is with algos, if you have an irrational, illogical crowd, which majority of crypto still is, then if people panic, people fear, if people see they're losing money, then a lot of people are likely to sell because they know it could drop to 0%. And some people are just not willing to lose that kind of money. And the sad thing is, a lot of people did sell. And the way the algorithm works without getting into the nitty gritty is when a lot of people sell, it was meant to be UST gets burned every time Luna's bought and Luna gets burned or created every time UST's bought. So the problem is it works and vice versa. Lots of people were selling UST. Lots of Luna was being created. I think it tripled like 600% when hyperinflated. And then so much Luna was created, dropped the value of Luna. So much UST was being sold. Stablecoin destabilized. Algorithm tried to shift itself, but because it was such extreme values, it went haywire and the whole thing just dropped value like instantly. It was ridiculous. They tried to do Luna 2.0, but that was that was never gonna work. People have lost faith at that point. If any sort of value was attained for a short amount of time, that was quickly sold so that some people could retain some some scrimmance of their wealth all gone. But, I mean, we always say it, but no one ever listens. Never, never invest more than you're willing to lose. This is not, it is basically educated gambling. It's not guaranteed. You're not always going to win. You have to know when to pull out. You have to know when to take the L. You have to know that nothing is certain. So don't invest more than you're willing to lose. This is 
basically hedging your bets and don't put all your eggs in one basket increase your portfolio what does that mean rob you say it means have more than one coin have more than one stock have 15 stocks different industries 15 coins different branches of currency different sort of sectors so that if one sector is doing really well it balances out all the sectors that are not doing so well and there's always going to be one sector doing well look at covid lot of sectors went to the poop hospitality went down the drain airlines went down the drain but you know pharmaceuticals went really high and pharmaceuticals are still rubbing their hands together no foil hat segment included but that's the whole point of hedging your bets you always gotta have a balanced portfolio one thing that's going to do well and shit hits the fan but you know me bitcoin ethereum steady i mean things are on fire sale right now i think last time i looked it was seventeen thousand pounds per bitcoin which is ridiculous i know you're like seventeen thousand pounds for one bitcoin but at one point last november that was at sixty nine thousand pounds just just picture that and we are in june literally seven months and it's tanked from its all-time high but you know praise the gods that is bitcoin it will rise again but i don't know shit about fuck it could go to zero tomorrow and i would be laughing but you know i don't put all my eggs in one basket so it's all good but this isn't financial advice nfa do i don't shit about fuck and playing the soundbite here mm-hmm. and i look and I, I go around sometimes and i hang out with other people that are my age and they're just Kind of just I'm just like, dude, like, oh my god, like, can we talk about like the political and economic state of the world right now? So this one, I was not really hoping to doing this with just myself, Rob and Rob. I was kind of hoping that I would have a woman's input on this, but. The topic is nothing other than what is a woman? What is a woman? What is a woman? And I don't know if anyone heard about the recent sort of film that came out that is called What is a Woman? And I can tell you that 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 created waves. There were some waves. And it was by a guy called Matt Walsh. I I don't know if anyone knows him or hates him. Uh, he's very, very contrarian, I can say. Definitely has the Piers Morgan effect, I can tell you that. But he created a film called What is a Woman? And I think we don't really need to hesitate on what he thinks. He thinks a woman is basically someone with a womb, someone with female genitalia, and that there is no ambiguity to what a woman is. And he believes that everything else is a mental health issue. That's what he believes. Now you can look this up. I'm not lying. Trust. I looked up the facts on this one. I don't want to get cancelled before I have my season 5. Right, boys? Yeah, Rob. I concur. But I was really hoping to put it out. I'll put it out. You know, I'll leave it out to the people listening. What do you think is a woman? I'm going to put an Instagram poll. And I'm going to put on everything on all my accounts. And I'm going to ask you... What is a woman to you? What is a woman? And obviously I'm going to keep things anonymous because I don't want to create a hate storm of people hating each other. And I've got quite a nice little pocket of 
different views on my followers because I say yes to all and all your political views. I love it. But what is a woman to you? Because I, I, I can say what a woman is to me. By God, I'm not saying it on this podcast. But what is a woman? Because I find it interesting that we never ask the question, what is a man? I think everyone always instantly know what a man is. Men are trash. <laughs> There's no other way to describe a man. Men, men are trash. That is the global initiative. It is world-renowned, and that is something that we all accept. But also, I know that my pronouns are king and lord, so I will be accepted by nothing less than king and lord. And that is how you will refer to me throughout this podcast. Ain't that right, Rob? Yes, my lord. <laughs> Elden lord. Yeah, Rob, you got it, you got it, you got it. God, this coffee's doing wonders. So, what is a woman? Now, this is all obviously coming down into the whole transgender debate. It's coming into the transition between man to woman. And that brings a whole diabolical unfolding of events that I'm not sure I'm too keen on tampering by myself I need some levity in this otherwise uh, I mean I'm not by myself but I need some balance I need a really could have used with some balance on this one but realistically I can talk about the talking points the talking points mainly aim is that there is a lot of focus right now on women generally men transferring into women and is that still allowed to be called a woman and it's hyper focused right now especially in sports especially in swimming in the olympics and it's something that came up with matt again with matt walsh's film because he he thinks that there is no discrepancy and that there shouldn't be any room for anything to be changed to allow for these definitions to be altered especially when it comes to the laws but for instance there's a lot of people that are against that and they think that it shouldn't matter that your gender is an expression your sex is what's between your legs what you were assigned at birth and those are two different notions and there's people who believe that this is something that can be expressed differently day to day you cannot say how someone feels you cannot know what's in their brain and that's why you just have to ask them how they feel and ask them how they express themselves and the only way i can say is it's a very heated subject i'd rather tap into racism that's for sure but it's one of those that i think a lot of people can get defensive and it's one of those if someone is genuinely curious or is maybe questioning the validity of everything because we're all logical creatures you know ones and zeros create computers and all that we want a structured system everything to fit in a box we want societies basically just full of labels and boxes so we want to understand the logic behind it and the basis of it so it'd be great to have someone on who can logically back up all the points and just point to the science because you know science obviously doesn't cover everything but it's an understanding of nature. That is what physics is. It's an understanding of the things that happen around us in a way that we can replicate, in a way that we can quantify, and in a way that we can sort of put it into a box and other people can look at it, assess it, and come out with the same results. And that's generally how I think. So I wouldn't say I'm either or on the fence. Some people might disagree. Some people might think I'm straight off a bigot. But I'm just genuinely curious because... 
I'm always open to someone coming on, saying what they think, and if they can convince me that their opinion is right, I'm easily going to switch into their side of thinking because they've made a very valid argument. But if someone just comes in here and just starts calling calling me names and then comes on to say that, oh, this is just, it's hate, I hate you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 let's have this discussion. So uh, my inbox, it's open. If anyone wants to have this discussion with us properly, I'm willing to have it. But I recommend you watch the Matt Walsh film because it did cause a lot of stir. But you need to know both sides, left and right. You need to understand how the other side thinks. And that's the only way we progress as a society is knowing how both sides think. And you can't shut down the other person. You have to let them talk. And some people disagree with that, but as the libertarian I am, I fully feel that everyone is entitled to their opinions. But that means both. So if I could get a lefty and a righty and uh, me sitting on the fence as a neutrality, we could have an argument for the season 5, episode 1. That would be great. So if anyone knows anyone, tell them to hit me up. I'm willing to talk to literally anyone. And also, it'd be really interesting to have someone who is transitioned male to female, because you don't hear about that, you know? It's always a hyper-focus on male to female. So if there's any male to female transitions out there, let me know. And also, let's let's have this discussion. But I'm going to move swiftly on to this, because I... I am not entirely willing to risk my podcast over what is a woman. Right, Rob? Yes. Yes, indeed. I concur. Next topic. I'm going to play the soundbite here. Actually, I might take a small pee-pee break. And we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And I look, and I, I go around sometimes, and I hang out with other people that are my age, and they're just kind of just... I'm just like, dude, like... Oh my god, like, can we talk about, like, the political and economic state of the world right now? And we're back from the pee break. Uh, right, right. Where were we? Next topic is... It is the world news. Right, world news. What's been happening around the world? You know what? (laughs) Let's play an absolute classic six minutes of the BBC News. That'll add some filler. Uh, let's play future I'll play the BBC News sound bite right now.
Right, so, world news. I really hope you enjoyed that. I know Paddy did. I, I've i been watching a lot of news. I'm sure you've all been watching a lot of news. But let's talk about the fun ones. The fun, fun bits of the news. So, if you're a vegan, this is always one of my favourite topics. If you're a vegan, you are literally the only thing that wants to kill most things. If you're a vegan, you just want to kill everything. You want to kill a lot of things, be a vegan. Now, you might be thinking here, Rob, what are you talking about? There is literally no sense in that. Being a vegan is because I want to save animals, not end them. And I'm going to tell you here, because my a sigma male, as the boys like to say, vegans, just to keep your food, your tofu, your beans, beans, your chickpeas, all those sort of vegan type options, you're killing everything else. Bugs, squirrels, rodents, slugs, birds, anything that could potentially harm those crops, the farmers have to kill them off just to farm them. And if they're not killing them with any of the machinery they're using to reap from the soil, they will be using an abundance of pesticides to make sure every single thing, foxes, badgers, whatever could be harmful to the crops, are destroyed. So just for you to have some sort of peace of mind to think that you're having vegan produce and it's all going well, you're killing you're killing millions of other things. So it's kind of like pick your choice. You tell meat eaters, where do you draw the line? Cows, dogs, pets, farm animals. At least the line is distinct for us. I think you vegans live in a world of illusion where you just like to accept the life that if you don't see it happening and you don't think it's happening, then it's probably not happening. But that ain't the case. You're killing just as many people, things, animals, as we are. So uh, I hope you feel great about yourselves, because I do. At least I know what, what world I live in. I'm not being fed the the blue pill anytime soon. But that's a little tidbit, anyway. Moving on, what else is happening in the news? I can tell you, the next thing that I have written down that's happening in the news, that everyone's probably had a little dose of, or a lot dose of, was the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. I'm sure everyone tuned in for that one. And... I don't even know what what's the controversial choice here. I, I was really sitting here thinking, let me think, what's the most controversial side I can pick and let me pick that one. But I, I don't even know which is the more controversial side. <laughs> I think it's really divided. That's one, one I have to like sort of make a case for the most controversy. Because at one point I did think, oh yeah, Amber Heard, she absolutely did not deserve that. And I thought that would be the most hot take. But <laughs> I don't even know if that is the hottest take because I could have supported Amber Heard and be like, yeah, she didn't deserve it. She was innocent. She's a victim. Johnny Depp's not exactly the greatest guy. He's not innocent in all this. You know, it takes two to tango and all that. And from the evidence alone, you know, he was not always the nicest person to her. It was definitely a two-sided toxic relationship. So, liable. But then he won 15 million, so if we believe in the American justice system, as we all probably do, then he is the winner. And everything that he said was correct. And then if you support Johnny, it's like, is that tarnishing abuse against women, you know? Is it? Or are we looking at this the wrong way? Is it, should we be looking at it as everyone who gets abused, not women who get abused? Because abuse is bad. Abuse is abuse, regardless of who it's against. But then, who do we pick? Ah, you know what? I'm going to pick Amma Heard. I think Amma Heard should have won. I think she should go off free. I think 
she didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I think anyone who's defending Johnny Depp right now is just a man who's fascinated with men winning and women losing, and they saw this as an absolute W. They saw this as a way to strike down any conversation about any anything against men. I think this was just a rallying point. I think Amber Heard was just wrong person, wrong time. It's an absolute martyr. I think it was just one of those cases. It, it just reminds me of the O.J. Simpson case. It's like you know we all we all know he did it, <laughs> but somehow someone who clearly did it that should have been an open shut case managed to get away with it because they turned it into a civil rights case. And it's madness. That guy did not care about black people. He, I'm pretty sure he believed he was white. Uh, still probably does, to be honest. And he's completely milked the case and made loads of money off his book. But I digress. I think it's the same case. I think it's just Amber Heard. She probably would have won it. I, the, the, the cards were stacked against Johnny. Defamation cases are notoriously hard to win. Especially when you're a man. I, it's literally... He got a royal flush three times in a row. It's ridiculous. The odds are outstanding. The following he's developed is crazy. But, you know, I'm a hurt you to one. That's my case. <laughs> but, all in all, I, I definitely think after this whole thing... It's going to definitely create a lot of conversations. The fact we're talking about it and the fact that you're probably talking about it or have talked about it with family or significant others, it's going to create a little bit of awareness. So there's some good that comes of this. And who knows? We might get a Pirates of Caribbean 7 starring Captain Jack Sparrow again. So who knows? Who knows? I really hope they don't cast Dwayne Johnson for Jack Sparrow because that that is not a fit. That's never going to work. No one's going to watch that. And if anything goes by the following, Johnny Depp has a substantial following ever since the case. Man opened TikTok, posted one video, got millions of views, millions of likes within minutes. Millions. One post. And it wasn't even a good post. It just had writing saying cheers. And then you look at, what's it, Dior, Savage? They sold out. They can. They literally cannot push more stock because so many fans are buying every single perfume that is the only company that's helping sponsor Johnny Depp and keeping his career float. It's insane. It's literally insane. So he's definitely not going to be short of money and I don't think he's going to be having a bad time at all. Where Amber Heard, there was a lot of memes. I will not lie. A lot of memes. And... She's meant to be an actor. I don't know about you guys. But she can't act. She was literally in real life. Paid actor. And the acting was so bad that it made me cringe. You know, it's alright. But now it's like, dude, <laughs> what was that? You literally get paid for this. Like, what are you doing? And even now, she's trying to carry on with the after shows and the TV. Causing more scenes, more clickable bait. And trying to frame Johnny Depp as the notorious actor and the whole lawyers being actors and everything being a lie and then saying she still loves him it's like what is going on oh my god and here's me just drinking coffee being like ah women <laughs> right throwback <laughs> oh my days but moving on from that what else has been happening in the news let's take a little gander 
Apart from all the doom and gloom and inflation and party gate, beer gate, whatever gate special that they'll have. Well, Harry Styles was playing in Glasgow recently. I'm sure all of the 40% of women that listen to the podcast, because we are a diverse podcast after all, definitely heard or was at that concert. And he had a phenomenal show. I think every person can say that. The guy's talented. He's good looking. He's got the name. He's got the ability. He's got the showmanship. He's got the formula right. He will be a legend for a while, I imagine. And every time I think of him, I just think Elton John. Elton John in his prime. Some are saying Freddie Mercury, but I just don't think his voice is that powerful enough to be quite Freddie Mercury stage. But I think he's definitely sitting on the Elton John wave, and I could see his career lasting a good 30-40 years if he keeps on his trajectory. But it's just funny, you know? It came from one direction. He's definitely a superstar. Zayn, he had a little bit of a flurry in 2016, but he kind of fell off. Is he cheated on Gigi Hadid? Outrageous. Don't even know how that happens. Cheat on a supermodel, but, you know, here we go. And you got the others... And then I, <laughs> I, I at least know who the other two are. And I was like, you know, they're not as popular, but I at least remember them. And I forgot Liam Payne was in One Direction until he came on the Logan Paul podcast. And I was just sitting there like, oh, oh wow, worlds collide, what are the odds? Uh, I cannot believe. Some people came off hating him after that pod. I don't think he really said anything that was that deflammatory it was more just cringe to watch it was a guy who was so self-obsessed and just felt he was the center of everything the creation of all nothing about one direction would have come to be if it wasn't for him and it it just came off sad i watched it watched the whole podcast and it was just it felt like a cry for help it felt like he wanted to have some sort of therapy session try and prove that he has worth, someone who's clearly suffering from identity issues, and just doesn't have any sort of sense of self-worth, someone who clearly had his life framed up and it didn't live up to his imagination, and now he's just living on the embers of his former popularity. I think he had one song I heard from the pod, one song after the whole One Direction, he tried for a solo career, Something with Ed Sheeran wrote it or something along those lines. Didn't do great. I don't think anyone remembers. I don't think off the top of anyone's head, even if you're a One Direction man, probably cares. You bet you can name me five higher style songs though. And it's just it's just sad to watch. And I think he should just quit, be a dad, try and look after what what life he has and See a therapist, man's an alcoholic and gets into bar fights for nothing. It's like, dude, relax. What have you got to stress about? You're literally loaded. You have a house. You have a pretty good family. You got life going for you. You don't need to be doing these weird stunts, doing these shows, trying to act like a big man in front of other people. Isn't he like 29? Like 29, 30? It's just, it's sad to see. Sad to see someone crumble. When they were stood so high and try and put their self-importance higher than everyone else. Who's having a better career? But, what do I know? Maybe, maybe they are 
maybe they are putting chemicals into the water. They're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> uh, nice little InfoWars reference there if anyone didn't get it. Christ, I would love to be, have some sort of Alex Jones type influence because this is what's wrong with America. I mean, I should say United Kingdom, but nothing really exciting happens here apart from people stabbing each other and occasionally someone getting called a nonce. If you drive a Corsa or a Ford Fiesta, you're probably displaying some nonce behaviors currently. If you're parked outside a school and picking up your 16-year-old girlfriend, you're probably displaying some nonce behaviors. So uh, don't do that. Change your car. Stop picking up your 16-year-old girlfriend and get someone your own age. You know? You know who you're talking. You know, you know, don't, don't, I, I'm talking to you. Don't try and be like, it's definitely not me. No, it's you. you. You know who you are. Just just stop, okay? Just stop. I think that I think that's pretty much all the sort of fun tidbits that's happening in the news. I mean, you don't really get any good news these days. Got some good news in the background, but there's no major good news. Nobody cares about major good news. I'm looking at Google News right now. Bloodbath, court was wrong, interest rate up, landlords face rent... COVID care, crypto hedge, it's all these buzzwords, honestly, nothing seems to be really fun these days. What happened to the good news? I mean, yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll finish this news section before it gets a bit depressing, really. But that's that for now. I'll be enjoying the news section, and we'll be shifting onto our final topic. Play the sound bite now. Mm-hmm. And I look and I, I go around sometimes and I hang out with other people that are my age and they're just kind of just I'm just like, dude, like, oh my God, like, can we talk about like the political and economic state of the world right now? Final topic, playing the atmospheric music. So, ladies and gentlemen, this was meant to be the return of a very popular segment. It is the Dungeons and Dragons segments one of the ones that is a classic amongst every season and i feel i've just hyped it up a lot but i'm not going to be able to do anything justice because it's just me rob and robin we're just not creative enough to do a three-man same same dungeons and dragons segment it just doesn't work you need people not to get into this to have the blase and disregarded attitude towards everything because it just it doesn't sit right you know, because I'm too hyped, and I would be just saying all things ridiculous and weird. But you need to have the people to balance that kind of attitude out. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you thought I was going to have some sort of phantasmical storyline for you that involved elves, goblins, maybe an ogre, someone called Rainbow. Could even be a person called Mirror, who's an ogre with elf ears, display powers that shoot bubbles, or maybe produce milk that could bend and warp the space-time continuum. Could have been something absolutely cataclysmic, such as someone who could shoot coffee out their nose with the inconvenience of every time they shoot the coffee, they kill a plant. They could have someone who had plant powers, but every time they introduced something that was absolutely fantastic, they would shit their pants. Be really inconvenient. Some crazy power. Could have been like super speed, but it's on a multiplier of you have to have a fork touching your skin, and the more forks you have on your skin, 
the faster you go with like a 2.5 multiplier effect. It would have been great. But if you reach a certain threshold, you trip every 10 feet. The inconvenience of it all. And obviously no character would have survived. There would have been some horrible disaster. Someone would have definitely got screwed over. Maybe infinitely wishing a rhino into their atmosphere to screw them over. Could be something that they shit some crazy warped animal out their ass. It would have been, it would have been great, and I, I would have been a great dungeon master. I would have kept this music going. I would have created a fantastic picture for you, a backdrop, kept all the names funky, anything you wanted. Could have been a salt demon called Cat who shot mucus out of their ears that produced a flavor that was akin to beaver's anus glands. And by licking this, you could see into the future, but only about five seconds, and you could do nothing about it. Just have the knowledge of about what was going to happen five seconds that was about to hit you. It would have been great. It would have been great. But, um, yeah, what do, you, what do you think, Rob? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it would have been absolutely incomprehensible. I think a lot of people would have thought you swallowed a thesaurus. They would have thought it was, they would have thought it was insane. They would have thought it was flirtatious. They would have thought it was something to do with the word of the day that you're not looking up concurrently on your phone. They would have thought it was teff. <laughs> they would have thought it was apocryphal. They would have thought it was perhaps even rampant. You know, bursting forth through a surface. An adjective. Erumpent. <laughs> I would have thought a lot of things. Guess we're just not going to do that. What about you, Third Rob? I concur. It would have been It would have been something to see. But you're just going to have to wait until Season 5. So, it's end of that. We're going to do our closing lines now. Play the last soundbite. Mm -hmm. And I look, and I, I go around sometimes, and I hang out with other people that are my age, and they're just... I'm just like, dude, like, oh my god, like, can we talk about, like, the political and economic state of the world right now? Well, I really hope you enjoyed that episode with the three Robs, the three Stooges, these three fantastic hosts of the evening. And it wasn't the evening you were expecting, but I hope it was somewhat enjoyable. And we'll be doing our closing lineups now. Rob, closing thoughts? Well, I would just like to tell this beautiful audience that they really should tune in to all things social at Sell Apparel, the best up-and-coming merchandise that you will see in Britain. It is the sportswear, the active wear, the gym wear, the relaxed wear, the wear that you will be wanting to wear this summer. I heard there's going to be a fantastic all-out blowout summer sale. The prices are going to be so low that Anthony's eyes pantsing is going to be going crazy. You're literally making a loss. I, I just don't see why anyone wouldn't buy it. The The discounts are going to be extreme. It is, is, you're practically giving them away. And it, it, it is good. It's good clothing. Eco-friendly. You're going to feel great. Well, thanks for the thanks for the wise words. That had no relevance to the podcast whatsoever, but you know I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Rob. How about how about you, Third Rob? Along with the same thoughts, you know, go go on the link tree. Follow at my digress. Follow at can even lift. Sell apparel. Go on the TikTok. Check out Rob can lift if you fancy. 
even just, you know, follow your personal account because you're going to be spamming everything to do with all those accounts on there as well. So, really, no one's for a loss. But this podcast, it was it was good. You know, I concurred a lot. And um, I think a lot of people are going to think you're insane. But it was, it was, it was okay. It's not going to be the best. It's not going to be a massive year. A lot of people do not appreciate the solo episodes. They did not appreciate episodes one and two. That's what a lot of people say. But, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. They are not the lowest ranked episodes, funnily enough. They are actually quite middle-placed. So, you know, could it could literally be worse. The numbers speak for themselves. So we'll see how this episode does. And if it bottoms out, we'll never do this again. But if it so much as comes second last, by God, there will be more robs. There will be more robs. Ten more robs. Twelve. Christ, we could bring twenty robs on this podcast and see how the audience reacts, you know? Again, not really relevant to the podcast, Rob, but I I appreciate the words. I appreciate the words. And I feel there's not much I can plug. There's not much I can plug other than that. Look forward, Instagram, the brand, my annoying marketing strategies. I will misspell words. I will cut bread and toast the wrong way. Or the unorthodox way, I like to think. And I will just do some random stuff and I will say random things, but just know all this is satire. I'm a contrarian. I'm an ent P uh, T personality of the 16 traits classic debater. I'm always going to pick the opposite. Don't really have a line I sit on, but if you have a line, I will sit opposite you. That's how this works, but I, I love it. I love it, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. But beyond that, I digress. Oh, oh my god, that was weird. Um, yeah, no, Rob, we really, we really need to have more concurrent guests. I think season five really needs a step up. I mean, I don't know about you, Rob, but that other third Rob, he was, he was a bit lacking. All he did was concur. Like, why is this? It's really sad. And we don't even have any more Patreons, you know? Like, no Patreons. Yeah, cancelled up this year. We had one Patreon, but no more. No Patreons. All they had to do was go on the coffee app and become a regular subscriber, but I guess no one no one likes you enough, Rob. I think it's the third Rob. You really just you gotta cut that dead way off. Season five, we gotta have some other people on this, you know, it's gonna be great. Gotta have the boys. The old classic three. That'll be something to look forward to, but we'll see. Oh shit, we're still recording. <laughs>